0: Brain Candy Podcast, and it's stuck Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> is it? Yes! Oh,
1: you were so <laughs> excited about that. I know! Wait, wait, I got a joke.
0: Oh, God. What? Wait, this is terrible. What was the pirate <laughs> movie rated? Nope, 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 nope! <laughs> wait, what's a pirate's favorite letter?
1: Nope.
0: Say it. <laughs> r you think it's the r but it's really the c oh my god there you go we can pretty much just end the episode right there you know what the worst part about it i just that gave is? you all my all my good stuff the what? worst part about it is that people
1: love that <laughs> and that they think i'm such a loser because i don't think that's so funny oh well happy pirate day to you oh sir. man that was fun how about how, you know how they have the Pirate's Adventure out here? It's like medieval times, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. pirate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Lincoln, of course, loves it. And there's a guy there that is named Saxon. I don't know his, well, actually I do know his real name because I wanted to find him on um, Instagram. Because <laughs> I God, thought, you, you would. know, if you saw this show, I mean, these are clearly people who want to be actors. Uh-huh. Who are working at the freaking Pirate's Adventure yeah. in i'm like sun city california mm-hmm. and uh his name guess what his real name is I, let me play the okay, picture okay. he's like five foot five skinny okay. um five, foot five skinny and he's known as like the smart
0: ass pirate
1: now does his name match who well, he is
0: or is it the opposite, opposite. of what i think
1: well no, no, no it, it matches because i said to adam guess what his name is and he got it right no yes I know it's so great. Like a, I don't know. Now why so I want to say it's
0: like Butch.
1: No, it's it's not. It's the same as like it oh, matches. It matches someone who would work a pirate adventure.
0: <sighs> Arnold,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff the pirate, <laughs> and he's like you know he ha- he hashtag blessed. He's hashtag blessed like about working there and stuff. Uh-huh. He's real into it.
0: What do you think, like, the... the. Mm. Where is the... You know, where? Where? where is his goal? Where his, Where is he that... He wants to be an actor. Yeah, but, like, where? Um, is it...
1: Like, Oscars. Like, he wants an oh. Oscar for sure. And so he feels hashtag blessed because he can go to auditions in the day and then go to the Pirates uh-huh.
0: Adventure in the night. Do you think he's really getting... Uh, real life skills that, that translate into good or better acting at the Pirates. Well, adventure. it does
1: teach discipline because you got to do the same show every night. Oh, that's true. That's it's true. like Broadway, mm-hmm. <laughs> except you really hold terrible.
0: your character with so many chances to do it over and over.
1: Did you get a chance to listen to our, by the way, this is episode.
0: I'm, I'm supposed guess. to say that. A hundred and fifty seven. Yes. from heaven. Mm-hmm. I just guessed.
1: Um, yeah. Did you get a chance to listen back on our celebrity conspiracy theory one? And were you uh, still laughing as I was about Poot Lovato? Yes. (laughs) And
0: then I was, as I was listening to it, there were more things where I was like, man, Sarah, you really like, (laughs) really believe that (laughs) conspiracy theory. And then when I said a lot of stuff out loud, I said, Sarah, that's ridiculous. It's so fun though. Yeah, it sure is. Right? for example Mm -hmm. i really need to let go of the beyonce firstborn yeah i'm pretty sure she she had it too and then somebody told me that in the lemonade video you do see her pregnant with the first one so rumor squashed okay she really had right
1: so we're not above correcting ourselves gonna like
0: eventually run the world so get ready for that um today i think we're just gonna talk about stuff that's like gotten our motor running right yeah man I got some interesting stuff besides it being talking about Pirate Day. Oh, right. What else do you want to talk about? I got a lot too. Hmm. Uh, I read a recent, uh, article that said they've created a skin patch to get rid of love handles and it's worked in mice. And the part of that that's hilarious is mice with love (laughs) handles. (laughs) Christ. could you imagine little tight little je- mom jeans on these little mice and their little muffin tops and little mice in the mirror just kind of turning from side to side going hmm. i love how you think of love handles as women i i don't
1: know why but i think of it as men
0: oh i don't know but that's Maybe more just beer belly like put myself in the mm. you know as a as an proud owner
1: <laughs> would you be willing to wear a patch to get rid of them yeah
0: Really? It said it had a 20% decrease in fat on the sides and they put it on one side of the fat mouse and not the other side
1: Really, and 20% of
0: the fat decreased. And also they had lower fasting blood cl- glucose levels. So they say that this is really going to be helpful for people who are diabetic or people who are obese and have a very difficult time getting rid of weight. Because you know any little bit that how you know, big is help. this patch though? I guess it would be just big enough to go around. I mean, it's trials on mice, so teeny tiny. Right now. <laughs> so it's right now desi- we well. <laughs> <laughs> So it's designed to match the size of your handle. I would I would get gu- I would guess. And why couldn't you use it anywhere? You know. Well, that is something I would like to know. And I think maybe oh, you know what? There was information on okay. this that there's two kinds of fat. There's brown fat and white fat, and brown fat is. Uh, more beneficial to the body for things like keeping you warm, and babies tend to have it, but white fat cells are what we accumulate as adults, and you can get them to switch kinds. I guess there's new um, – that's, exa- that's essentially what these um, – what are they called? Like neuro part, nanoparticles. Yeah, the, the, like the patch delivers these nanoparticles that have the chemical – that turns these fat. I guess it's what a lot of those freeze your fat places oh. do, but it's on more of a molecular level. That's cool and slow over time. So they said if you use it on somebody who was just an, uh, a mouse of average build, that it increases. <laughs> right. Is I swear, I know it sounds silly with the mice, <laughs> but they're really doing this. That it increases your <laughs> oxygen rate and like your how you are able to turn over your oxygen supply. So it almost could be like the new doping. Great. I needed new dope. (laughs) (laughs) Like the bike riders and, you know, Olympic people. Right. So it's like going to be, but how can you test for it? I don't even know.
1: Well, that's the thing is I think there's a lot of these technologies that are available, but that the FDA hasn't and won't approve them because it's just like too complicated. So they're just um,
0: sold in the black market. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to do like a cost benefit analysis, especially When we have the amount of, when, what is it? Something now like one third of the population is obese. Yeah, right. That you need to do something that will help get glucose levels under control that don't lead to things like diabetes and, you know, people lose limbs and terrible (laughs) stuff happens. Yeah, right.
1: That's not worth it. Like, that's a way to lose weight. I lost an arm. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, that's not worth it. No,
1: that's not worth it. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um I have one. Oh yeah, tell me, lay it on me. There was I can't even decide, there's so many good ones. <laughs> and there was a outcry recently about a a piece of decor sold at Hobby Lobby. <gasps> Did you First see of it? all, I know you don't like Hobby Lobby, mm-hmm, but I said really. But she yeah. I don't know anyone that chops at Hobby lo- more than you, <laughs> but I also don't know anyone who is so mad about it. <laughs> but every time I do, I go in with a lot of attitude. Why do you prefer... I sh- we shouldn't even say, but
0: like, why don't you go to Michael's? Because oh, some things, it's really annoying that some things they have that you can only oh. get there and they're craft items that are really hard to find.
1: Like, What are you buying? Like oh. jigsaw puzzle glue or what?
0: Kind of stuff like that. Like, What was I buying the other day that I had to go... Oh, oh my God. You what? now own the, an item from Hobby what? Lobby. The artificial plant that go, went inside your vase. I do love that thing. Isn't it great? And I cannot find one that's that good of quality that looks that real anywhere else. <laughs> so it was for your birthday. So basically it's your fault. So thanks a lot. <laughs> Speaking of good quality. Yeah. How about our new
1: sheets? Stop. Right? The best quality. <laughs> the best we are sleeping like babies. Although the other night when I went to that Emmy party, we stayed at a hotel. My sheets at home are now better than the hotel sheets. Dang! And so oh, that's, that's how I know they're feel good. good. Right. Um, we love our Brooklyn and Sheets. You have to try them and you will love them too. com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You get 20 bucks off and free shipping when you use promo code BRAIN CANDY at com. In fact, and is so confident that you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters, so there's no reason not to give them a try. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BRAINCANDY at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. They're the best sheets ever. Okay. Um, yeah, so Hobby Lobby had a piece of decor that was kind of like um tree branches uh-huh. and then on the branches was cotton
0: okay just uh, cotton okay where are we going with this well
1: so people got really mad because they were like cotton is a symbol of racism yeah because of the slavery uh-huh. and the cotton picking and um
0: it got shared like this picture got i shared. put nothing past hobby lobby about being like racist well right true but but
1: if you had walked in and let me pull up a picture of it so mm-hmm. you can get an image mm-hmm. well, i want to know if you would have thought oh you know dang that's racist mm-hmm. let me say let me say okay because okay. i to be honest would not have thought anything of it but i don't know whether i am just immune mm. to racism and because i'm a white person or whether it's just really an innocuous piece of decor I mean, I wouldn't think it was pretty for sure. (laughs) I think that thing's ugly, but I wouldn't think that it was denoting um, slavery necessarily (sighs) or at all. What do you think?
0: I do not, I think taken out of context, no, that that doesn't, because also as somebody who's very familiar with craft stores. (laughs) Yeah. This artificial cotton, like raw cotton in a floral arrangement, has been... It's all the rage. All, no, it's oh. been around for years. Oh, okay. That's always been, and they've been used in the same way like raw, you'd use any kind of raw plant. It looks, it's very kind of artisanal. When I and, saw that, I thought of, you know, those willow yeah. sticks yeah, 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 that people yeah. like. Yeah. Things like wheat. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And I think it's not like it's on a tree because when the way you described it kind of... Okay. I thought okay tree what are we What if I was like and there was a new song Right like that I was like uh-oh <laughs> but this is in a it just in a glass vase Yeah and I just don't think it's cute but it I did wouldn't have thought it if it But also racist. I'm it's like if somebody is offended by that then they have all the right to be offended by that True but this I feel
1: and and I, I can be convinced otherwise but this sort of outcry, I feel like, is what makes people say we're too politically correct. This is getting ridiculous. Everything offends somebody because mm. it's like I don't know. Some people might like cotton.
0: I mean, the time to feel the y-
1: fabric of our oh lives. My God.
0: <laughs> you have to then think: <clears throat> if you are you not allowed to sell? Now I'm playing devil's advocate here. I, yeah. I totally understand both sides, but. I'm trying to think of another uh, item that maybe would be symbolic as something that represented people being oppressed or, like, slavery. And I think, what about um, model toy trains from and Japanese concentration camps where people were held to make... Oh, I
1: thought you meant, like, the chain gang or something.
0: Well, I mean, that too. But I'm thinking more of, like, Japanese internment camps. internment camps that a lot of them were building railroads so i think if, is does that have the same kind of feel or maybe I, but i don't know because i'm yeah. like a member yeah, of what the, the oppressing group not the oppressor or i am the oppressor not the oppressed so.
1: yeah if you're a person of color yeah. i would love to hear your thoughts and yeah. tell me what you think because i'm open to hearing why it's super offensive but i'm pretty sure whoever made it Probably just thinks of it as another piece of nature that you can display.
0: And now, you know, but then I think about it. Maybe if, if you kind of trace it backwards, you know, kind of then think, okay, how did this idea come into the person's mind? Who is the, um, I don't know, whoever makes that product, the artist, artist, whatever you want to call it, Uh uh, the crafter, um, if there's somebody who's from the South, and <clears throat> that is to them a symbol of white superiority, wow. then the intention behind the actual product is mm. negative, and I don't like it.
1: Okay. You know? Well, something to think about. Yeah, I'll put it in the newsletter. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can go to com. It's in the center of the homepage where you can put your email in um and you can decide for yourself and tell us what you think i have a feeling our friend brenda who often weighs in on these debates will think it's no big deal because she's always like hey what's the big thing yeah and then there'll be other people that are like suz sarah this is super racist so we'll hear from you i'm sure
0: yeah i like to know and you know keep us in check and and yeah we need the opinion of uh you know
1: not a blonde
0: female sitting across from me.
1: Um, I have another story. That's a quick one about, um, a woman from Nazi Germany. Things are really heavy today, Yeah, but this is actually kind of a cool story where her name is Francesca Mann, And she was taken to, um, a concentration camp because she was Jewish Mm -hmm. and her job in real life was, she was a dancer and she was very beautiful. There's pictures of her online. And, um, Whenever you got to the concentration camps, you were often asked to um, be de-loused, you know, like... Um, Shave your head? Yeah, like they check for yeah, whatever the yeah, heck's going on yeah. in your body and get rid of all the... Maybe if there's lice or whatever. Yeah. And so they asked her to derobe, and she was purposefully doing it in a seductive way yeah. to distract the guards. And when they were, like, getting all hot and bothered, she grabbed their pistol and shot them. Damn! <laughs> yeah! Get a girl! three she she killed two of them she injured another one bad news is then that was a signal for all the other women to riot and so it caused like this huge thing and then the nazi um soldiers came in with machine guns and exterminated all of them but what a way to go yep francesca using those titties i love it i do too Like, and to be honest with you, and this is like a stretch, I know, because we are dealing with nothing like that right now. But I think often about the way that your body, we talk about our bodies a lot is, you know, liabilities for women. You know, when when you talk about rape and things like that, and you always feel like you hear these like, well, she she shouldn't wear that or Mm -hmm. all these kind of rules. And I love weaponizing the -hmm. body and using it in the way that Francesca did, where it's like, those dumbasses. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, like, lusting after these people that they don't even see as people. Oh and then God. she's like, really? Because you're
0: dead now. Oh, that's <laughs> a great story. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I'm trying to think of other famous women throughout history who have probably done the same thing. Oh, I think there have been plenty. I think so, too. You
1: know? Like, the just... Well, I don't know the deal with Bonnie and Clyde, necessarily, but I think mm-hmm. there was a component of sexuality with that couple and I think that she was Bonnie was involved in that kind of a thing oh yeah right get it because she's sexualized when they portray her like in movies and stuff yeah but I don't know I thought that
0: was cool I
1: also think that candy
0: is very cool huh and delicious and <laughs> can probably cure anything that ails you
1: I gave Sarah her choice today of three different kinds of candies what did you choose rainbow belts rainbow belts from candyclub.com uh, candy candy Club, Club it offers a subscription service where candy is delivered to your door, as it should be. <laughs> I'm eating it right now. <laughs> and uh, they are offering a really cool thing for our listeners, which is that usually you get three tubs of candies sent to your door. They will send you three extra tubs. So you get six sent to you. If you go to candyclub.com and enter code BRAINCANDY on your first box, which is really cute.
0: They're so cute. And yummy. Better candy, bigger
1: smiles. I hid them in the office, so of Lincoln didn't find them. And I Because he would them. eat them all. <laughs> no, Sarah got her mitts on them. Um, okay, so. I like I'm... to
0: sneak this stuff into the movie theaters. Shh, don't
1: talk. No way. Yeah. Well, tell them what else you snuck in the movie theater the other day. But mm-hmm. <laughs> my salt? Yes. <laughs> Like, have you ever gone (laughs) to the movies and gotten the popcorn with the butter and thought, you know what, these aren't salty enough? Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah has.
0: Well, first of all, (laughs) I don't get butter on him. Oh! that's disgusting.
1: You get plain. Yeah. And so then they think you don't want salt? probably. Oh, probably. Because I'm always like, man, nobody ever puts enough salt in Wait, why in hell would you ask for no butter?
0: Because... I don't like butter.
1: Bring your own melted kind. Oh. Okay, that'd be weird. Could you imagine? (laughs) Landon already thinks
0: that I'm out of my mind (laughs) because I bring my own candy. I'm like this close to putting wine in a Ziploc baggie and just sticking a straw in it and sucking that down. You should. And I'm also going to the movie theaters where (laughs) you can order food. It's one of those like fancy schmancy ones where you can order from a menu. Uh And I refuse to pay those prices. So instead I just... Say, damn it, man. I and picture
1: I, you now with like one of those vests with like a yeah, million
0: pockets. That's me, that's a hundred percent me.
1: I'm wearing cargo pants. I, pretty soon, she's gonna take a gravy boat of butter in. Yep, once I took <laughs> grapes into the movie theater, that's a healthy snack. I know, I thought so too. Um, okay, shall I move on or do you want to? Oh, um, I have so many fun things. Okay, oh my god, lay it on me. Okay, well, I read. You can choose. Do you want to hear about the logic of cows? Oh my God, this is so fun. The science of wiffle balls (laughs) or uh, why cake is so important in Alaska? Oh
0: my God, I just want you to keep telling me funny (laughs) things. Let's go with the science of wiffle balls.
1: Okay, so there was an article in The Atlantic, which I'll put in the newsletter as well, that was intriguing to me because it was pitched, get it, (laughs) as... um, kind of like the enduring mystery of the wiffle ball. Mm. And I was like, what mystery? Mm-hmm. It's just a plastic ball,
0: but apparently... There's a lot of mystery to it.
1: <laughs> what Name one mysterious thing about a wiffle ball.
0: Why it can fly so straight, even with all the holes in it. I feel like that kind of defies physics. Well, the weird thing that
1: for you to even say that is apparently it has a natural curve and that's the mystery. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Is that... They feel like,
0: oh, it has a net.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I just hit the damn thing. Right.
0: But <laughs> Do you hit the damn thing, though? Like, <laughs> do you hit kid? it or do
1: you miss? Well, because you know how <laughs> you get those big,
0: fat bats that you use
1: when you're a kid? Right. I
0: was never good at that. I couldn't hit a beach ball with one of those things.
1: Oh. Well, we finally found something you're not good at. Yeah, not good at that. I wish I had known that.
0: Yeah, we could have been in a wiffle ball <laughs> contest. You would kick my butt.
1: Well, so when it was created in, I think, 1953... It was made by a dad whose son was a pitcher, you know, on his Uh school team, Mm -hmm. and his arm was tired. And so this dad invented this plastic alternative and added those holes to let air through. Um, And it turns out that the ball allows the pitcher to pitch a curveball without in baseball, you have to apply all this force yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And when you ask the owners of the Wiffle Ball Company, because it's the same family that still runs it.
0: <laughs> oh, please tell me their last name is Wiffle. It's not. Too bad! Oh.
1: Good question. They did not also say it's why. It's probably
0: because of the sound. It really does make a oh, okay. Wiffle noise. Gotcha. Maybe. I don't know. I'm totally making that up.
1: <laughs> well, maybe that's another mystery about the Wiffle Ball. <laughs> and um, when you ask the family, why does it have the natural curve, they said, we don't know. It just works. And so scientists started studying oh the wiffle ball and why it has the curve. And really, they kind of like don't know. There's theories that because there's air circulating inside. Yeah. And then other theories say it doesn't actually curve. It's an
0: optical illusion. It makes mm. your brain think it curves. See, so I'm, I'm more of a believer of that, that it's, it could be like an optical.
1: And they say that about the baseball curve ball too. It's like your brain thinks the ball curved, what tricks you, and so you can't hit it as easily. Whoa. Right?
0: Interesting. Do you wish you would have picked the cake article? <laughs> no, I mean, I de- it just makes me think of a whole bunch of other things that, like, on the subject of sports, did you hear, you, maybe you didn't hear about this, but Kyrie, no, Kevin Durant, he's a basketball player. Yeah. Got caught for having a secret Twitter. He forgot to, in which he defends himself and talks shit on other players and coaches and he forgot to log out of his own actual Twitter and started tweeting from, like, thinking he was from his fake, fake account, but it's re- it was really from his real account. And then people figured it out and, like, linked it, and everybody, like, went... Ooh! And started back, like, going and doing all this work and finding out what else has he posted under this name. And all he's been doing is talking a whole bunch of shit. And, and talking to his own trolls and, like, defending himself. Like, Kevin Durant is, like, Katie is the best and da-da-da-da. What do you think about that? No. Yes, and apparently it's this hu- People on ESPN are making a huge deal out of this. Well, so did he respond to it yet? Like, no, did he-, he hasn't made a statement as of this morning, and it's been two days.
1: So, like, do you think he's trying to decide whether to deny mm-hmm. it?
0: And I don't think he can deny it because his brother tagged him as the secret, like as the secret account, like two years ago in a picture. Mm. So no. it's pretty. It's it's looking not good. Why doesn't he just say, yeah, I did it? That's what I said. And as somebody who has had trolls like, you know, try yeah. to bark up their tree, who gives a fuck if you have a fake account and you're, you know... Do you know how hard it is to deal with all the... Pe- and if you're a basketball player who's every single thing that you do gets picked apart, your moves on the court, your all this stuff, go for it. I bet everybody has fake accounts.
1: Well, I, if I were him, I would say... Yeah, now try to find my other ones.
0: Like oh, I would put yeah. them on the case of like, uh, not only do I have one, I have fifty. Go find them. Well, then I started looking <laughs> up who else has fake Twitter accounts. You know who my favorite is? Lord has a fake Twitter account, and it's called Onion Rings Worldwide. No, and people just realized like recently that that's like Lord's fake Instagram account. And, I bet a lot of celebrities. Uh, that's do. what I said. John yeah. Hamm. People think his publicist came out saying that he has one, which was extra funny because John Hammond in an interview talked all about how he believes that social media is today's version of visual masturbation and talked all about how social media is the devil and blah, blah, blah. And everybody, you know, shouldn't be on social media. Meanwhile, he's got a secret I love Twitter that. account. His publicist is like, oh yeah, he's got a secret one. That's great. Yep. And then Adele had a Twitter account. She used to like be the one to actually run her own Twitter account, right? and then her publicists were I like, now you're not allowed to do it anymore because you keep mouthing
1: off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that because I wouldn't have ever heard right. about so that. Right. So that's
0: where I thought. I was like, oh my gosh, in the Venn diagram of brain candy <laughs> and sports, this is like the little tiny sliver where it overlaps. Yes, <laughs> where I'm interested and you're interested. Yeah. And my husband's also interested. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
1: All right, let's move on. Do you want to do one of the ones that I already mentioned, or do you want me to offer oh, you another? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. Know, I want to know about the cake. Okay, or the logic of cows. Cake cake, okay, cake, 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 cake. Sarah's hungry. Okay, so I saw this really cool article in the New York Times that in the um, the poll quote, it was like. A cake is a simple thing, but when it's 30 degrees below zero, it makes you feel rich. And I thought, ooh, what's this about? And it was about this remote island off the coast of Alaska that's also considered Alaska. Uh And um, the only way to get there is air and sea. Wow. I mean, already. And so they they don't have a lot of luxuries. They're kind of slaves to like whatever gets delivered. And so they've really developed this culture around um, cake mix. (laughs) So like Duncan Hines or whatever kind of cake mix, you just buy at the store where all you
0: need is like eggs, water, and oil. Yeah, because I guess it's simple. They got those things.
1: Yeah, and they talk about how, you know, it's like it pulls their community together. They have some of the highest suicide and death, accidental death rates there. Oh my gosh,
0: yes. And
1: I just thought, I was so impressed with... (sighs) Whoever the journalist was that found this out and found a way to tell the story of this little place through the lens of cake mix. I think that's so clever and interesting and I can see why they would find comfort in a nice box cake. It
0: absolutely is interesting how when you remove things that we really take for granted, like things, um, what would you call that, like common... Everyday luxuries. Yeah, everyday. That is, I was going to say common luxuries. Everyday luxuries that we totally take for granted. They also did uh, an expo, I think it was a 30 for 30, about a high school football team in Alaska that's probably in the exact same area. (sighs) Right. But they are winning championships and they're amazing. And because they practice in like negative 30 degree weather and then they come down to the lower 48 and they kick everybody's butts because they're playing where it's not freezing. But the entire town is. They rally Just around it. Ra- yeah, they all rally around this. You know, It almost goes back to, I don't know, a uh, uh, more simplistic way of thinking where you do care about things like community and g- getting food and, and things yeah. like that.
1: They do this thing in this town where everyone will bake a cake and then they come to the school or wherever and they put all the cakes around. And it's almost like uh, musical chairs, but <laughs> wherever you end up in front of whatever cake that's the one you take home.
0: Oh my god, that's so cute. They have really weird flavors okay, though. Okay, what? There was one called salmonberry. But is salmonberry really Or is it like the color? <laughs> or maybe it's like And there was
1: I think there was maybe one called gooseberry. That's a thing. But, the but gooseberry is that a berry? A good, yes,
0: it's a good and it's a good berry. It's a little tiny red berry. Okay. But I've Are never really heard of salmonberry. I'm sure it's an actual it's berry. It's just like a color. Yeah. It's the color of salmon. You know what kind of berry is my favorite kind? God, is this a joke? No, it's not. It's a real name of a berry. What? It's called an alala berry. Oh. And it grows in the San Luis Obispo County of California. And that's the You're only place You're just showing it grows. off right now. I just really like alala berry pies. <laughs> my grandma used to make them.
1: Um, I thought that that was a cool story. I'm going to put that in the newsletter, though, because... You know, that's a that's a really interesting thing and I thought about what it would be like to live
0: in a town where Oh my gosh. Uh, what would that be like? I mean, move. okay, get out of there. Here's the question. What? You live in that town. Yeah. You are able to order groceries. Mhm. But you can only pick five things and these are like your five exciting Staples? things. Oh, oh exciting. That Like let's just say you already have all your staples. This is like Amazon's doing a delivery of five things that are going to be your luxury items because you live in this place in Alaska, Mm -hmm. and also take into consideration you're alone, it's cold. This is kind of like our chopped basket. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But that's why I'm saying to differentiate between any other normal uh, desert island game.
1: Yeah,
0: you're in Alaska. It's freezing.
1: Obviously, wine. Obviously, triple cream brie. Oh my god! Yeah, of course, English mustard. Oh god, these are all good. (laughs) Well, I'm basically recreating my plate that I made. I feel like you need a French baguette. Oh, that would be great. Uh Or pita chips. I like those. Oh, you know those chips. They probably
0: stay better too.
1: (laughs) Right, you do have to think about freshness. Yeah, you do. That's what they. And when they make these cakes, for example, they um sometimes don't have eggs, so they use mayonnaise instead. Oh,
0: what? I'm out. I'm out. No. No. You no. can't taste it. No, it just adds moisture. seems ridiculous. I swear. Haven't
1: you ever read that in a cookbook about, like, substitutions? Oh, I mean, I have,
0: but I mayonnaise have is made over with over that eggs. one since I was like...
1: <laughs>
0: mayonnaise is made with eggs. It's just okay. Here's my question. Uh-oh. I bought mayonnaise the other day. Not the other day, but, like, you know, whenever. A time ago. And... Then I said to myself, oh, there's already a mayonnaise in the refrigerator. I didn't need to buy that one. So I put it in the refrigerator, you know, the spare one. So now I have two in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And then I went grocery shopping and I was talking to my husband. I'm like, man, we don't have enough room in our refrigerator. And he was like, why don't you take out one of the mayonnaise? If it's unopened, we don't need two in there. Can I take that out and put it in my pantry? Absolutely. Are you sure? It's on the shelf at the grocery store. I know, But I feel like it got cold and then hot. And then the idea of heating and reheating mayonnaise freaks me out. And the it's, room temperature is... it's I'm shelf nervous. stable. It's
1: shelf stable, I swear.
0: So the only thing I'm that makes nervous. it not shelf stable is as soon as I pop that airtight mm-hmm. and I allow air in, then all bets are off? Yeah. Okay. I have You a fun- think I would know this, you know? Yeah, I would.
1: Being somebody who... But you have such an aversion to mayonnaise that maybe you, like, just don't bother to learn information about it. That is true. I have a fun fact about Sarah for you guys, Uh, which is Sarah told me this about herself, and it's really stuck with me, that she used to buy canned goods, or no, not canned goods, like, um, you know, lidded items, Uh salsa or whatever you have that's got a lid on it, pickles. And she had this mystery. Oh, my God, I know what you're going to (laughs) say. she she had a mystery emerged where all these like jars that's what it is jars jars like jelly jelly peanut butter peanut butter salsa (laughs) Salsa. would would develop (laughs) mold on the lip on the rim and she was like this is bizarre why is there only mold (laughs) on on the
0: lip
1: Take it. it's not in the jar it's not on the food it's just i on the- still have tons of time before it expires what is going on well sherlock cracked the cakes because she realized mm-hmm. that she had a very dirty habit why don't you tell the people what you did
0: <laughs> uh i would pour the salsa from the jar and then when there was a little bit left over i would just lick the jar <laughs> Like, so as to clean, like, in an attempt to clean up the dribble down the side ugh. and to not make the... That I is lived so... alone, okay? <laughs> I would also like to, was very to say that I never had a roommate and I live by myself, so it's not like I'm licking other people's jars. They're yeah. all my jars. Yeah, but I mean... I, I've since stopped licking the jars because once, like, you know, Susie said, Sherlock Holmes cracked the case. <laughs> like, I just oh. think it's funny because... For most, I don't know, maybe
1: I'm weird, but I think of those items as accompaniments to like a bread or a chip or whatever. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to eat it by itself. Like I would never get a spoon out and just start eating uh, peanut butter. Some people, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Jam, mayonnaise, uh-huh. salsa. Uh-huh. I'm not going to eat it with a spoon. So why would I lick it without the accompanying Okay, but product? if you
0: were to put a spoon into the peanut butter and then, okay, what it really boils down to is I'm lazy <laughs> because what I should have done is just wiped the side. Uh huh. Yeah. But I didn't. No. Mm -mm. and so mold would break out in all of her (laughs) groceries now it doesn't happen anymore because i have since stopped doing this i'm just glad you told me because i would have never figured it out yeah oh my gosh when you told me me, did you you think
1: like maybe other people are doing this too and that you were going to solve a problem for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. because nobody's doing
0: this i hope that i get people who write in i mean do you drink from the milk carton no. Oh my God, I do. And I told my husband, when, when we decided to move in together, and I waited till about two months before we got married, before we moved in, I said, just so you know, I'm going to keep oh, drinking milk. Oh, wow. She made carton. an announcement about it.
1: And he's like, it's okay. So am I. I was like, okay, good. And you're fine with that? Yeah, I'm
0: okay. Oh, nobody's of- licking the peanut butter.
1: <laughs> We're good. A lot of people do that, though. I know that that's
0: not unusual. You know what drives me crazy, though? Hmm. that my husband does, I think he does it, but he doesn't even realize that he does it, what? is he uses all of the product and then puts it back in the refrigerator. I've never understood that. What? There's literally, literally one-eighth of a teaspoon of hummus left, and it's still in my...
1: <laughs> hummus. <laughs> I love that it's so specific. Because this has happened. Okay. Throw away the spicy hummus, Landon. Do you think there's like a... um? A psychological rate like he mm. it makes him feel like he didn't eat as much if he then
0: returns oh, it. Maybe. I think it's more habitual. Like he's going through his day and we he he has the same lunch routine all the time. So it's like make the pita with the hummus and the euro slices and the cucumber and yeah. this and then he put the hummus back in that because he's always on conference calls while he do, while he's doing it. He doesn't even it. think about it. It's mindless. Mindless. Uh oh. hmm.
1: Wow. You've had a lot of gripes about Landon on the show recently. Oh, my God. I shouldn't. It's just because
0: he's now home.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is married life, but if you aren't married Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a special someone, I think that now we know why you should celebrate that. Or if you
0: are married, you just want to celebrate yourself.
1: (laughs) Then you could get Single Swag, which is a monthly subscription where they send you the coolest stuff ever I'm waiting for my current box. I can't wait.
0: It's so exciting when you get a box because then
1: (laughs) I get whatever you're like, hey, I got, I got, you know, would you like this? Single swag is always filled with full size makeup, beauty stuff. I get a lot of like those sheet masks are Mm, in there. I love those. Those are so fun. And then, um, accessories, books, sweet treats,
0: cookies cookies that i love oh my god those were
1: so good um if you want to go to singleswag.com you can get their best offer they give to the brain candy listeners which is 20 percent off your first order uh with code brain candy so go to singleswag.com and celebrate whether you're single or not mm, or in it. sarah's case like she's kind of sad about being married evidently so <laughs> maybe, maybe she'll look i just them. need to
0: get myself a little some someone every now and then you know
1: um good okay person. wait let me see what my next thing is. Um, there was a really interesting story. Okay. Do you want to hear about a murderer who's now getting her PhD or? Oh, I
0: read that. What did you think? Interesting. And I think that she absolutely. oof. did you read about the conditions of what made her a murderer? Yeah. That's, I think people are reading the headline and making their assumption, uh, about how they want to label this woman. Yeah. but So there
1: is a woman, it's yes. in the New York Times, yes. who um, was,
0: was she raped? She was... She got pregnant she had, at 14. Yeah, she did not have consensuals. She had what she called non-consensual sex at, I think she was like 13. She had the baby at 14, yeah. so she must have gotten pregnant at about 13.
1: It was a terrible situation where yes. she then had this child and she was still a child and ended up killing the child when the child was four, going to jail for murder.
0: Well, she killed the child, then buried the child, and then later confessed to, or told somebody about it. And then they found they found out that he was...
1: Well, apparently she, I don't know if she beat the kid up or what, but then left it to die like oh, for days. God. And they still don't know where the... the the body is she's never said but um anyway so while she was in jail she got an education Mm -hmm. and not only did she get an education but she was submitting academic papers based on research that she did while imprisoned and the research had to do with the way that women were imprisoned like you know the turn of the 20th century And that there was a a psychiatric center for women and that people didn't know about. And she uncovered a lot of stuff historically Mm -hmm. and published her findings
0: in academic journals. Without the use of like the internet. She was reading this on microfilm and in books and actually using a library with very limited resources, which I find amazing because she didn't have PubMed. Right, and then when she was about to be
1: released, she started applying to grad school, and so she got accepted to the NYU PhD program in I think, is it sociology or history? I don't know. One of the two, and um, and there's a it's controversial because mm-hmm. Harvard wouldn't let her in, yeah. and some people say you like her term shouldn't be twenty years. Plus, you can't get into Harvard. Right. She like she served her term, and yeah. now she's out, and that shouldn't count against her. What do you think?
0: Well, and, and I just, I think about the kind of life and the kind of, I should say, the, the lack of resources that a 14-year-old girl who just had a child with a man who forced himself on her and probably is in a house where... She's, I just don't see it. Oh, It's already really a devastating story. And I think of like the women who, and I know this is different, but the women who, you know, kill their husbands who were beat and then they go to jail for that. And I'm not saying you excuse the person's crime before, but you have to look at the circumstances surrounding it and like what... I'm sure that she was doing the best she freaking could mm-hmm. at 14. Yeah. And I think when you're 40-something, 50-something now, don't you think she sat every single freaking day and thought about that? And Yeah, she says she now is making her life yeah. about redemption, and I be. think that that's a beautiful
1: thing. I totally agree. That's what we should want from all criminals is that th- there's a a turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. would we want people to continue right. to be uh, wretched Sinners. And she's
0: a perfect example of how education really is a ticket out. And if you put that energy towards something like your education, I mean, I want to say good things come from it, but, you know. Yeah, and she clearly
1: has the the brains and she's going to make some really wonderful things of herself. So that's awesome. But what an interesting tale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll put that in the newsletter too. Um, anything else before we go? Hmm. Well, you know what I love about our show? Oh yeah. We managed to talk about everything from wiffle balls mm-hmm. to child murder mm-hmm. <laughs> to mayonnaise mold.
0: To I'm going you you an- to give you another one. Okay. Do you know when you say a jiffy, that's an actual unit of time? No. And a jiffy is one one hundredth of a second. So if you say I'll be there in a jiffy, it's one one hundredth of a second. That's cool. Yeah.
1: I that. didn't know yeah. that.
0: There That's you
1: your fun fact for today. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time.